Welcome to the Ides of March. Should you beware? I'd recommend always being somewhat skeptical, but willing to trust if there can be confirmation that your friends, Romans, and country people will lend you their ears and not their knives. This is Charlottesville Community Engagement for March 15th, 2022, and I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Grateful that you're here to lend me your ears or your eyes, depending on what format of the program you've decided to experience. Thanks for listening to the podcast. On today's program, Albemarle supervisors take the first review of a $368 million operating budget. A very small fraction of that budget comes from a proposed five-cent tax on plastic bags, and two site plans are filed for two projects in Albemarle County. In today's first Patreon-fueled shout-out, you don't need the luck of the Irish to be safe and comfortable in your own home. To see what you can do to get the most out of your home, contact LEAP, your local energy nonprofit, to schedule a home energy assessment this month. That's just $45 for city and county residents. LEAP will also offer free home weatherization to income and age-qualifying residents. If someone in your household is age 60 or older, or if you have an annual household income of less than $74,950, you may qualify for a free energy assessment and home energy improvements such as insulation and air sealing. Sign up today to lower your energy bills, increase comfort, and reduce energy waste at home. Today's show is a big focus on Albemarle County and its budget. The Albemarle County Board of Supervisors has now held two work sessions on a proposed $565 million budget for the fiscal year that begins on July 1st. The budget goes by the name Transform Albemarle, and for the first time, anticipates a very small portion of revenues will come from a tax on plastic bags. Andy Bowman is the chief of the Office of Management and Budget for Albemarle. It is proposed to be effective January 1st, 2023. Those revenues are projected to be $20,000, and Bowman said their use is limited. And for this, there are uses that are restricted by the state for environmental cleanup programs, uh, pollution and litter mitigation programs, uh, educational programs on environmental waste reduction, and also providing reusable bags to uh, recipients of the programs noted on the slide. Five localities have already taken advantage of a law that passed the General Assembly in 2021, allowing them to collect a five-cent tax for each disposable bag, according to the Virginia Department of Taxation. Albemarle will monitor Roanoke, Alexandria, Fredericksburg, Fairfax County, and Arlington County to see how much revenue they bring in. Albemarle supervisors will also have to approve an ordinance to enable the plastic bag tax. The budget also anticipates a decrease in the personal property tax rate, as well as an increase in the food and beverage tax, as well as the transient lodging tax. Supervisor Donna Price said this would help the county become less reliant on its biggest source of revenue. Really appreciate the county looking to take action to reduce the 68% of total revenues coming from the real estate tax. Um, And in particular, the transient occupancy tax going up 3%. Um, Those are tourists who come to our area. Uh, The meals tax going up 2% um, is is not um, limited solely to transients who may come through and are tourists, but it's a relatively small amount. 
The budget will also need to be updated to reflect the Virginia budget, which has not yet been finalized. The General Assembly has adjourned without doing so, and there will be a special session coming up later, and sometime before the budget process ends. When they were done talking about the projected revenues that make up the next budget, Bowman turned the supervisor's attention to the anticipated spending of $368.25 million in the operating budget. 45% of that is transferred to Albemarle County Public Schools. The next largest expenditure is for public safety at 14%, followed by a 10% that goes to the capital fund, mostly for debt service. Bowman went department by department to explain various aspects of the budget. One of the overarching themes is a need for workforce stabilization. Bowman said that 7% of the county's positions are currently unfilled. We have included $2.8 million, which is funds a 4% salary increase that would be effective July 1st for employees. There's another $500,000 for a study on how the county's salaries compare to others, as well as another $1 million to implement that study. The county does have a neutral plan to evaluate its compensation. Supervisor Ned Galloway said he feels the county needs to attend to this issue, citing that 7% figure again. I mean, 18 to 36 positions above usual turnover level. Then we haven't even talked about retaining staff or staff retention which the comp study is all about, frankly. Mia Coltrane became the new director of human resources for Albemarle County in September, and she agreed the compensation study is intended to keep people working for the county. But that's one of the tasks of really getting a good pulse on every department and where the um, energy needs to be focused. We know public safety is one, but as we've mentioned, it's not just public safety. We're seeing it across the board, even within HR. The budget also anticipates the hiring of two temporary positions to help with community engagement on the comprehensive plan that is currently under review. Emily Kilroy is the Director of Communications and Public Engagement. The staff that are working on the comprehensive plan, which is uh, estimated to be about a three-year endeavor, um, are the same team that currently supports the seven community advisory committees. And so in order for them to focus on the work of the comprehensive plan, uh, there was an identified need to sort of look at staffing those a little bit differently. So the thought was, um, let's bring uh, temporary positions in sort of in alignment with the, with the timeline for the comprehensive plan on board to, um, to support the needs of those committees. Another position will be based out of the Yancey Community Center in the southern portion of Albemarle. The recommended fiscal year 2023 budget continues a trend toward greater county spending on fire and rescue services. The fiscal year 21 actual budget saw $15.73 million spent in this category, and that has increased to around $21.6 million in fiscal year 23. One reason for the specific increase this year is the addition of around-the-clock fire and rescue service operating out of the Pantops Public Safety Station. That is to further support the strength of fire rescue service there in the county's development area. In the long term, this will also reduce our reliance on the city of Charlottesville for calls east of the city. Albemarle is expected to pay Charlottesville around $240,000 in fiscal year 23. But Bowman said the contract between the two jurisdictions will soon be renegotiated. There's another $100,000 in the budget to reimburse volunteer medics and firefighters for your fuel that they use in the call of duty. Here's Supervisor Donna Price yet again. Volunteerism has been a 
a special challenge of late and is not anticipated to get any better. So something that will help us to show our volunteers the support we have for them is greatly appreciated. The budget also covers the cost to establish a community response team to respond to public safety calls with people who are trained to deal with people in mental health crises. This is an effort led by the Department of Social Services and with a police officer and a firefighter, EMT, and a social worker working to respond to calls for individuals in crisis. Depending on the details of the call, the team would adapt their response to best meet the critical needs of the person to ensure the safety of all parties involved. A portion of the funding comes from the cigarette tax that has begun to be collected in Albemarle. Supervisor Diantha McKeel said the community response team is a step in the right direction. I'm looking forward to an upcoming discussion among uh, staff and the supervisors about how that team could be used to assist us in um, our panhandling um, issues, many of whom might fall into this category. The recommended budget also provides $275,000 in a reserve fund for a pilot project to run microtransit service on Pantops and US-29 North. You can review the video of the first budget work session on the Board of Supervisors website. There's a link in the newsletter. The second is not yet available, but the third is scheduled for Thursday at 8 a.m. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and it's time for our second Patreon-fueled shout-out. Algorithms know how to put songs and artists together based on genre or beats per minute, but only people can make connections that engage your mind and warm your heart. The music on WTJU 91.1 FM is chosen by dozens and dozens of volunteer hosts, music lovers like you who live right here in the Charlottesville area. Listener donations keep WTJU alive and thriving. In this era of algorithm-driven everything, go against the grain. Support Freeform Community Radio on WTJU and get ready for the station's 85th anniversary on April 1st. Consider a donation at WTJU.net slash donate. Two more quick segments today, both still in Albemarle County. Work continues to design a new place for people in southern Albemarle to drop off household waste and recycling. Albemarle's current budget includes $1.1 million for a convenience center to be built in Keene. The idea had been to open the center this fall, but the county's director of facilities and environmental services said there will be a delay. Here is Lance Stewart. Uh, we are anticipating supply chain issues with some some key elements, um, including the trash compactors um, that will will collect the tag bag program, um, as well as uh, the containers themselves that collect the recyclables. Um, everything um, made from steel. The proposed fiscal year 23 budget proposes spending $180,500 for the first six months of operating at the new convenience center. The proposed capital improvement budget anticipates $1.62 million being spent in fiscal year 24 on a northern convenience center to serve the U.S. 29 North area. 
Staff in the relevant Albemarle County departments have until April 21st to respond to two site plans for projects that have already been approved by the Board of Supervisors. One of them is for 100 units along the North Fork of the Rivanna River at the northern edge of the county's development area. The Board of Supervisors approved a rezoning in August of 2020 that will allow for 32 three-story buildings and two two-story buildings at a density of three dwelling units per acre. The other is for a utility-scale solar facility on a 145-acre property that will generate 12.5 megawatts of electricity. The project on Route 53, southeast of Charlottesville, will disturb about 90 of those acres. Supervisors approved a change to the zoning ordinance in June of 2017 that allowed for solar panels to be installed in the rural area on this scale with a special use permit. And that is it for March 15th, 2022. Today is the second anniversary of me putting out the first episode of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report. I'm going to put a link in the newsletter to that, but it's um, I'm not going to go back and listen because uh, that was two years ago and I have to focus on what comes on March 16th, 2022 and beyond. The future is here. The future that I looked at back two years ago when I thought, hey, what if I could do this? I certainly demonstrated that I could put stuff together, and here I am. And here you are, listening to it. And if you are, thank you. And I really do want to appreciate those who have supported. If you want to continue to support the program, keep listening. That's really the main thing you can do. Also, share it with somebody else, and drop me a line. Uh, Feedback is always very welcome. You know, I'm at a point doing this two years in now when I really believe that, um, you know, I have to change some of the things that I do. But of course, creating the content is the most important thing. And that's what I'm here for. And that's what Town Crier Productions is for as well. If you would like to support that today, go to infoseville.com and click on the support the info tab. And you can find out how you can support this program in other ways. I am Sean Tubbs, and I'm going to get going to the next day and beyond. As I said, in the meantime, uh, stay vigilant, stay kind of wary. You know, we're in history and, and that's not necessarily always the best place to be. But of course, you know, we're all in it together. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Goodbye.